Welcome to Rich Conversations. A couple of hours ago, Ken and I were hanging out in our creative space, and Ken was at his animation station. Two days ago, he decided he was going to draw each of the original Pokemon, starting with Bulbasaur. So now today he's on Venusaur, and they look awesome. They're really cool. And meanwhile, I was on the couch, and I was finishing reading uh, this book called The Death of Ivan Illich uh, by Leo Tolstoy. And the last few chapters are really thought-provoking. So I shared the story with Ken. This guy basically lived his life doing what he thought was a proper life. It was about money, status, having a family. And then he becomes ill and he's dying and nobody pities him. He hates his wife. She hates him. He doesn't have a relationship with his kids. And he wonders if he lived his life wrong, if he didn't live it as he ought to. And it reminded me of the dying days of a family friend recently, like a year ago, bitter at the end, angry and lack of joy when reflecting upon one's life and acting out on everybody else around. So Ken and I talked about purpose. If you lack purpose, you'll live in fear, especially when dying, you're afraid of death. And the character in the book, this book was published in 1886, and that character is still a real person today. Many people are that character. People who lack purpose are often extreme. They act out and they overcompensate. They don't understand that their fear creates selfishness. And Ken and I discussed the importance of patience with these people, showing them love and understanding that as a community we're all working together and we don't want people to feel that way i'm recording this thursday afternoon it's 11:37, november 5th i don't know the results of the election so ken and i unplugged tuesday morning so we haven't watched any election coverage the news or social media since then so it's like two days we have no idea who was elected president we, just, we decided to do it because we knew that eventually we'd find out, right? So it would kind of be interesting to see how long it would take for that news to reach us. We're wondering if nothing has been confirmed yet. It's quiet. We live in a high rise in a densely populated neighborhood. And all the sounds on the street, they're normal. They're what we're used to. So we can't tell. Maybe Trump won, and it's just another day. Or maybe Biden won. We don't really know because there hasn't been either an uplifting or a deflating vibe. Four years ago, 2016, the Cubs won Game 7 of the World Series on a Wednesday. And, and the whole city was just so full of joy. And then the following Tuesday, Trump won the election, and... It was this like depressing mood over the city. And there's nothing of that sort right now. So maybe no one knows yet. That's what Ken and I are wondering. Um, we're gonna, I'm going to find out later tonight because I'm going to my friend 
uh, Jason's house to watch the Packer game. I'm going to ride my bike over there on this beautiful fall day. And the two of us always discuss politics and issues of society. So I'll definitely find out tonight. But I'm curious because Ken and I, we just don't know right now. It's been interesting to intentionally stay away from the news or, or any sources of information like that. Even though I do it minimally, at least I think, I realize that you know I do spend time scrolling and having my mind go this way and then that way. So over the past two days, the only thing I, I really have done is just work and hang out with Ken and Ken's dog, Angeal. I'm realizing too that Angeal is manipulating me and uh, dogs are a lot smarter than, than I originally estimated. That's a, that's a whole other story, but um, part of my work too is posting things on social media. Um, so we've had two new videos and podcasts this week. This is the third one. And uh, I have to censor my own self to post something. I'll put my hand over the news feed so I don't see anything because I want to see how far I can go uh, without learning the results. The only way to get my attention is through messaging me. That's it. I feel like I've been using my computer and my iPad and my phone how I really want to. And that's as a tool for work. And I'm wondering how I can implement that moving forward more after I learn the results tonight. Yesterday evening, I stepped out for some fresh air. It gets so dark so early now, geez. And there's no buildings east of our buildings. It's just Parkland, Lake Michigan, and then a highway, Lakeshore Drive in between. And so I went to the lake, calm water, and I stared out into it. And I spotted what I thought was the Big Dipper. It was so faded though. In uh, back home in Wisconsin, I can see the Big Dipper very clear. So then I, I looked around more and the sky was completely clear of clouds, but there still was this haze, this haze that, that blocked you from viewing the sky. Instead of stars, I saw blinking lights of satellites and of planes flying in and out from every direction. And then to the west, cars whizzed by on LSD. And buildings and high-rises, they were lit up and they lined the sky. And I, I thought to myself, am I living in the modern world or what? But soon after that moment, I thought to myself again, how really it's just a time capsule of the 21st century. And really, I'm just a man experiencing and living in Chicago in the year 2020. The world has always had problems, and we solved many of them. And now we have new, different problems, and we'll have to solve these. And then later, we're going to create more new problems, and we'll have to solve those. I thought about the Native Americans that lived on the land that, that now is Chicago, I wondered what they would have saw. Maybe they'd be paddling a canoe down the river and the Big Dipper would just shine so majestically. The starlit sky, it would have been just so beautiful. And 
it would be like what I've only experienced out in the American West, in Wyoming, in Colorado, where the sky is so alive and so bright that it's intimidating. And it, it thrusts me back in wonder. How incredible would it be to experience that again standing in Chicago? I'm curious if all the lights were turned off at once in the city and the surrounding areas for like five minutes, would we be able to see the stars? If light travels that fast, would the sky clear up instantly? Would we see again? I want to experience the light.